Hello, everybody out there. Christopher Tompkins here, and welcome to the Bulletproof Marketer. Big show today, folks. We have a lot of things that we're going to be covering um, in the social media realm. Lots of different um, platforms are putting some updates out there that could be pretty interesting to your own business and your own marketing strategy. So we're going to go through those in the trend spotter portion. Um, then we're going to go through um, and we're going to be talking about TikTok, you don't stop, stop on BPM versus Stockholm syndrome. Then I'm going to finish up with our silver bullet. And I'm going to be your leader through this because we don't have a guest on this week's show just because we had so many news topics that we wanted to discover. So I wanted to give each of them a little bit more room to breathe. So we'll be having guests in future episodes. So tune in for those. And then folks, if this is your first time joining us, what the Bulletproof Marketer is all about is no bullshit marketing advice for marketers, by marketers. So um, when we are talking about leading the charge against terrible marketing advice, I'm the one in the front waving the flag and pointing the fingers. So how many times do you hear, hey, this is something that you need to change immediately because this is the new trend. I'm going to be the one that's going to take a look at that and just see how important is it for you to be doing that immediately? Is that something you should be thinking about later or now? Um, and everything in between. So thanks for joining us on the episode. We have all of our shows on archive. So if you want to check out any previous shows, please do. Uh, you can check them out on our website, gosalesandmarketing.com. And then um, that is also where you'll be able to sign up for the Bulletproof Marketer newsletter. That comes out every single day, Monday through Friday. So you're able to get all of the late breaking, most important news directly to your inbox without having to go to multiple news sites to figure out what's the most important. My team and I are pulling it all together. It is Bulletproof Marketer approved and sent directly to you. So you can go to gosalesandmarketing.com and sign up for that at any time. So um, also while you're at that web, uh, on the website, um, if you need any digital marketing help, of course, give me a shout, but there's also a blog page there that has free eBooks embedded in it. And there's lots of um, really useful articles as well as my um, published articles and other magazines that you might find useful. So please do use that as a resource. Um, but before I jump into the trend spotting, I just want to let you know that I would love to hear from you if there's any topics that you'd like to see covered more, or if you are a loyal subscriber, um, if you are, I'd like to know what you would like to learn more of or what you really like about our newsletter and our show. So please feel free to get directly in touch with us via Twitter. Um, you can tweet me at BP Marketer on Twitter and as well as on gosalesandmarketing.com. You can use any mode of communication there to get in touch with us, including our social media channels, the chat, whatever. Um, but we'd really like to hear from you. So please have your voice heard. This is all for you folks out there to make things a little bit easier in your day-to-day -day marketing life. Okay, so let's talk about the BPM trend spotter. So here's where we're gonna cover the most interesting news and trends that have developed recently. And I'm gonna give my spin on them. So I've been watching our newsletter for, for recently and there have been some stories that I wanted to dive in and highlight. So the first one that I wanted to is the almighty classic rollback. We all love that because I love when there's something new that rolls out overnight or over a weekend. And then I come into um, the in my inbox or my inner office chat or Slack channels or whatever. 
and I'm looking at them from clients and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know we had this feature. We need to check it out. What's going on with this feature? You gotta, what do you think about this? And then I take a look at it and there's nothing on there. There's nothing anywhere on their profile. And then I'm, I'll do a little bit more digging and then I'll find out that there was some beta testing and uh, they were trying new features on the platform. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all of these platforms have done it in the past and they'll continue to do it. But one of the things that, um, so when things aren't, when people immediately complain, they roll it back pretty quickly. So Twitter is one of these recently, I was reading this article on The Verge and it, Twitter was rolling back its decision to force you into the out of order timeline. So this is, so they're basically saying, we heard you. Some of you always wanna see the latest tweets first. Uh, you know, I think in the world of Twitter, that is pretty much the case, right? Um, it doesn't, it, we don't want to have another case of how the algorithm feels that what is most important for me to be seeing, Twitter is giving you late breaking content and that is what is an advantage for it. So, um, so in this article, it's talking about <laughs> Twitter introduced one of its worst product decisions in a while. And I think this is very true. So um, again, just to kind of mirror what I said already, the service would default to showing the algorithmically served home feed while the reverse chronological latest feed was accessible in a separate tab. So the change, which was first on iOS and then was going to arrive soon on Android and the web, just makes it more difficult to view tweets in chronological order. So there was significant pushback and Twitter recently said um, it's going to revert things back to the way that things used to be. Now, this is an absolute classic um, rollback because this is one of the things if you're looking at how Twitter works as a platform, right? Twitter is kind of your newsfeed, it's your ticker. It's almost like the ticker on the bottom of your television when you're watching a news channel or if you're watching a financial channel. It's very similar in terms of how people are utilizing it. They're also looking to see what, what's the, that's where people go to get their news. So for example, if Facebook goes down, people go to Twitter and say, what's going on with Facebook? Why is it down? Or Instagram, or if a feature is going from Pinterest or anybody having trouble logging into LinkedIn. These, Twitter is where people to go to talk about things that are happening right now. So it's almost like, I don't want to say it's like a live support channel for brands in, in the news, but it is a, it's a constantly fed animal. So it thrives on things that are recent. So by then going through and showing content that's been curated, there is a curated, curated by the algorithm, by the way, the the plus on that is that you will see content that you normally won't see if you are not watching Twitter in a very organized method. So for example, for our campaigns, for our clients, we have feeds, we have lists, we have things that we're monitoring so we can kind of keep ahead of the curve. But if you're just a usual, uh, a regular old Twitter user that's using it for a company and you're not seeing that your competitors are doing crazy stuff overnight, you're missing it. So this curation through the algorithm piece is going to be able to show you some pieces that you may have missed. Now, is that the most important content? I mean, you decide, see how the algorithm works because obviously we've all seen how the Facebook one works and it's a little crazy. And also that algorithm pretty much killed organic growth for company pages, dead. <laughs> so 
Um, it's interesting to see what will happen with Twitter, but I do feel that the Twitter audience is very strong and very mobilized against chronological. So, I mean, I'm anti-non-chronological, anti if that's even a double negative word, but they love things being in chronological order to see what is late breaking and what is most important coming in first. So that's how we're being conditioned. So I don't think a lot of people are going to want to see that first when they log into their Twitter account. So I would totally trash that idea all, all together. But again, there were people that saw that Twitter was rolling out this new algorithm and they were like, okay, how am I gonna beat this? How am I gonna beat this? How am I gonna beat this? And then the Twitter's like, ah, forget it. So again, marketing, a few marketing teams I'm sure out there have, were trying to figure out how they could hack that algorithm um, to show their content up. And uh, with Twitter rolling it back, all that stuff was put back on ice. But keep it on ice, right? Because you never know what's going to come up next. Then we have the phenomenal, wonderful, everyone's talking about it, Meta. Um, and uh, one thing that we grabbed from social media today that I thought was really interesting was Meta was, has recently shared Facebook and Instagram live video tips from creators. So Meta is getting right in there and um, partnering up with creators to um, illustrate the features of their platform, which is very strong, which is what TikTok did, of course. Um, so Facebook and Instagram are, are jumping in there. So um, the article that I'm taking a look at from social media today includes the best tips shared by three influencers. Um, and some of the tips that they shared, okay, these are live video tips from the top creators. Okay. Go live and answer your fans' questions. So do Q&A. Teach a tutorial. Collaborate with creators. Share announcements. Get personal. Um, thanks, creators. Um, I think those are kind of basic bitch kind of uh, tips. I, I don't really feel like Q&A, what am I gonna do in a LinkedIn Live? I'm just gonna stare at the screen, pick my nose and read my blog. Get, like that's, is that what we're gonna do? I mean, I don't know. I think those are all pretty obvious. What I found more interesting is Meta added in some of their own tips. Um, and these ones I feel are more useful rather than don't forget to smile. Um, so Meta saying that schedule your live broadcast in advance in order to help maximize reach. Of course, you want to make sure that you do that because that's going to allow you more um, bandwidth in terms of how many people are going to be seeing your stuff and getting in engaged with your live content. Um, also, make sure that you bet on topics relevant to your audience and make sure that your stream is a minimum of 20 minutes long. Minimum of 20 minutes. That's something that's a guideline there. It's like, okay, that's my benchmark. I have to do 20 minute plus. And then I want to make sure that I'm relevant to my audience. Here's a big thing with lives, just kind of like as an aside. Uh, I really do feel that a lot of people when executing a live uh, anything are super boring um, if it's just themselves. It makes sense to have somebody else in the room that either you're talking to or bantering with or to do a live where there's multiple people on the live. It just creates a little bit more ease for a person that is not natural, I guess, um, because generally a CEO that comes in, they can be charismatic in meetings and on phone calls and in presentations. As soon as it goes on to something like a television camera or even a Facebook Live, Meta Live uh, camera, 
it, they can freeze up a little bit. So it's just nice to be able to maybe do some dry runs as well. Uh, but again, relevant topics, 20 minutes long. Um, again, this one is a good one too, is preparing a script and everything that you need in advance. I do think an outline that you prepare is good. If you're going to do, I'm not saying that Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives are freaking TED Talks, but if you want them to be slick and you want them to be engaging, prepare the same way. Prepare like you're giving a presentation in front of an audience of 50 people, or it could be 150 or 5,000. I mean, whatever is relevant to how many people that you would be getting, but take it seriously. This is not disposable stuff. Um, and then obviously promoting your video and other posts and stories, you want to make sure that you're promoting it on a regular basis. Um, and uh, another one is showcase the space where you create your content. I think that's a really good one as well. If you are a creator, um, so there's lots of different tips there that are useful for lives. Do I feel like they are groundbreaking? Maybe not necessarily. I would say that with a, with a live, if I'm talking to a client um, and they're asking me how they can execute a Facebook live or Instagram live, Instagram live, I try to do, I try to do with maybe an interviewer or two people, just two people talking, one person um, positioning the other as the expert and then kind of doing a banter. But, um, but the person that asking the questions and doing the positioning is, is of a level that the positioning counts that they're giving to the other person. So that's really important. Uh, but I would say that if you are going to be doing direct to camera talking, just make sure that you have some sort of presentation together. Share your screen and do some slides if you want to. Have some graphics, put a, play a have a video, have something that is going to um, create some interest. Especially at 20 minutes, you have to keep your audience. And just like if you're on a webinar, name check the people, ask them questions and have them comment and have somebody managing that stuff. This is something that I think this article really misses, which is that there's engagement points that can happen during the live that are very, very powerful. And if you're worried about a lag or you're worrying that you can't have your response time isn't laser quick, ask a question at the beginning and call it back five or six times when you're talking. And then just at the end, grab some answers. That will give you multiple opportunities to plant the seed to get that question answered. And then you know you'll have at least something. And when in doubt, create plants. I'm not saying go out and get your green thumb going. I'm saying get some people that work within your organization to log in from dummy accounts or their someone else's account and um, comment and engage with the live. And I think that that would really do extremely well. So those are some tips on lives. Now, while we're talking about good old Marky Zucks, um, there is another story that I took from Coindesk, which is um, all about Bitcoin in um and other digital currencies and this one is an article about um zuck saying that nfts are coming soon to instagram and um he made some comments at south by southwest and um they confirmed earlier parts that instagram was preparing to make a move into nfts now non-fungible tokens folks i'm not here to educate you on what nfts are google will do that for you um, but definitely something that you need to think about. But 
here are some elements of the story that um, just are interesting interesting to you in, in terms of what NFTs will mean. Um, Mark has been talking about bringing NFTs to Instagram in the near term, so very, very soon. Um, and he's kind of, he's, 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 he doesn't want, he's teasing the announcement rather than making a hard commitment, but I do feel like it's going to happen. And um, hopefully in the coming months, Instagram members will be able to mint their own non-fungible tokens, NFTs within the app. Um, then also in January, the Financial Times has reported that uh, Meta was working on plans with, for both Facebook and Instagram's members to be able to display NFTs on their profiles, um, citing sources familiar with the matter. Meta did not immediately respond when asked about this. And uh, it said that the metaverse, uh, Meta said that the metaverse <laughs> will be uh, supporting NFTs. So if this is something that is growing and interesting to you as someone who has them on the, has NFTs or your clients have them or will be creating them, you're going to have opportunities to um, sell them and showcase them on Facebook and Instagram. That's a big deal. Uh, and that will be a big deal for the future. Is that going to change your business in the next six months, eight months, 12 months, a year, two years? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think it's useful for you to keep looking at what is happening here and how this is rolling out and how this is kind of, how, how this monetization is, is happening. Cause it's pretty damn interesting. And I think that there's lots of, lots of things to learn with how this very awkward subject is being <clears throat> slowly fed to us. Um, even though many of us think we're drinking from a fire hose but if you step away from the fire hose, you see it's a garden hose with no pressure nozzle. You know what I mean? It's just kind of dripping out. So that's enough Zucks. Let's go on to uh, Pinterest. A great story with Pinterest. Ah, Pinterest, the forgotten child of social media marketing. I'm telling you, every single person that I speak to on my on my phone calls, uh, Pinterest is always like an afterthought. And I, and I always bring it up that it is a powerhouse. It's just one of those situations where it's not an instant powerhouse. Um, cause even the advertising doesn't work immediately. It takes a little bit of time for it to kind of tick along and, and settle in. Um, it's a little ornery. It has a lot of poodle in it. You know what I'm saying? So with that, um, Pinterest is now letting you share idea pins on other platforms. Oh, right. Idea pins are the stuff. Um, so all users are able are going to be able to are now able to if you're listening to this download and share published idea pins on social media channels including Facebook and Instagram and they'll be download downloaded as a watermarked video that stitches all the idea pin pages together and ends up with an end card that displays the creator's name and username okay so what this means is that the creator's original Pinterest content is going to go even further, reaching new audiences off and on Pinterest, right? So if you get an idea pin pin into Facebook and Instagram stories, you have to select F, you select FB stories or IG stories icon in the share menu, and it initiates the download. Then after the download's done, you take it to the app, you put it in there and boom, ready to go. So this uh, idea pins were Pinterest's native publishing format that was first introduced to creators in 2020, but now is globally rolled out. And they're multi-page canvases 
to share unique ideas. Tutorials is where I would lean into. Passions and, um, and, and other things with other people. And they last forever and are a great way for creators to grow an audience on Pinterest. So because Pinterest has this watch tab and then in that pinners can find a full screen feed of idea pins to scroll through and engage with um, from brands, creators, whatever. So idea pins continue to be more discoverable. So now the thing with idea pins, there are some four, there's four tips in this article that I do want to highlight, especially if you don't, if you're not really into Pinterest, you know, for me, full disclosure, I am fully entrenched in everything digital, basically between the hours of nine and five, ideally nine and five. I mean, it's usually like seven and 10, right? Uh, Monday through Friday and outside for even for my personal. So if you're looking at for my personal profiles, go ahead and you'll be met with some tumbleweeds. I disengage um, pretty heavily. So Pinterest is something for me, if I'm not running a campaign, I pay attention to it and um, keep abreast, but at the same time, I'm not doing it, um, but for myself. But it is an absolute winner for a lot of different companies. And this is not just, um, oh, I have a skincare, let's do a skincare routine, or I have a shake, let's make a sh It is not only about that. You can give legal, you can give legal tips. You can, you can go through your FAQs of your company. You can do qualifying things. You can do elements of your demo. There's a lot of things that you can do that you weren't able to do before with just kind of like a photo and a link to wherever you wanted it to go. There's a lot more ways to get more engaging. So a couple things that I want to tell you about idea pins, which is what you really need to be focusing on. Your strategy on Pinterest needs to be focused around idea pins. Did you hear that? I gave you a tip. I kind of screamed it at you, but that's the tip, right? Idea pins are the deal. So number one, instructional extra hell word is that it's a new one i put that in the merriam webster um instructional and actionable so they're suggesting use images videos and text to walk people through the steps and make it easy for them to take action on the idea so obviously there's a concept that's why they're called idea pins the video piece is really great for telling a story and to connect with the audience as we all know so they're suggesting starting with the video on the first page because it's the first one. To, it's the best way to stand out and hook your audience. Video, once again, it's now getting you on Pinterest. It's everywhere, folks. Figure out your video strategy. I've said this a million times, so I don't need to say it again. You heard me, hopefully. Um, another tip is making it personal. These um, are not meant for all the, of the sterilized, polished content that you might be creating as a brand. Um, you want to make, make your brand voice shine, and then you can use the editing tools, just like Instagram stories within, a, within a, a, I don't know, TikTok as well as Instagram. Um, there are stickers, music controls, video filters. There's a whole bunch of different things that you can do to make them interesting. Um, and then also Pinterest profile highlights. So with a profile highlight, you're able to also um, add an idea pins to the top of your profile and enable you to show off the most engaging and immersive idea pins. So if you're able to do that in your profile highlights, what does that sound like? Instagram highlights. So you're able to do this as well on Pinterest. Now, one of the things I wanted to point out is that when you do find similarities, 
such as, oh, Instagram has stories. Oh, Facebook has stories. Instagram stories versus Facebook stories. Yes, very similar. Same platform, um, same format. Uh, way different in the terms of effectiveness. Because if you're looking at how many people are utilizing stories on Facebook versus store, I'm sorry, yeah, stories on Facebook versus stories on Instagram, those Facebook numbers are going to be increasingly crazily lower, I would say. Crazily lower is probably better than saying anything else. But um, then if you're looking at this, it's like, oh, highlights on Instagram versus highlights on Pinterest. I do feel like the highlights on Pinterest are sexier than the highlights on Instagram um, because of how they're presented and also because it's a new feature. I mean, new, we're that many, like a year old, but still new to many people. So those are some great tips, I think, in terms of how you can really uh, make it sing on Tiki Taki um, for Pinterest. So there are some really good uh, crossovers from the, um, the creative on TikTok that you can execute. But again, we have stickers, we have music, we have video controls, very similar to TikTok, different mediums, different messaging, different ideas. So I say all of this to tell you that um, one piece of content can't be shoved into every category uh, or every platform. Oh, I did a short video. It's 15 seconds. Oh, where can I put it? Just don't put it everywhere, right? I mean, don't go so nuts. Um, take it a little bit light and make sure that you're looking at every different site and platform individually. All right, folks, those are the trends and news in the BPM trend spotter. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about the phenomenal concept of Stockholm Syndrome and how it is affecting you via TikTok. So join me after the break, folks, on the Bulletproof Marketer. Hey, parents, are you looking to make it easy to promote your child's development? Well, I want to introduce my go-to, which is Motor Planet. Motor Planet is a powerful developmental program designed to enhance your child's skills. Their software-based program offers fun, motivating activities designed to challenge your child's abilities. So we're talking fine motor skills, visual motor and perceptional skills, physical strengthening, overall conditioning, enhanced sensory processing. At Motor Planet, they strive to help your children grow. If you'd like to learn more on how this fantastic app works, there is a one-week free trial, and that is courtesy of Motor Planet. So if you want to grab that on your Android or Apple device, visit them online today. It's motorplanet.com. That's M-O-T-O-R-P-L-A-N-I-T.com. And we are back. Okay. Marketers, you know something. Yay, crazy. You just think you are. And what I'm talking about here is uh, marketer Stockholm syndrome, where we go so far into our heads that we can't see reality, much less what it's about five feet in front of us. So this is where if I can help just one marketer from not going, what am I doing wrong? And feel empowered, I think that's a win. So uh, this is something that um, this concept, I love discussing this. And this is really fun. Um, I have a couple different peer groups that I get together. There's an agency owner one, there's a digital marketer one, and we all kind of get together and talk about things that we are nervous about talking about, 
but not, not nothing personal, but kind of like we'd never want to look stupid, right? No one, marketers never want to look stupid um, because we didn't, we are constantly testing things. So it's, it's, it's our wins are very short lived, I guess, because it's always crashing and creating an, another adventure for us. Adventure is the word I'll use on that. But, um, but what happens is a lot of us will get stuck over into the corner and we'll be thinking that we're losing our minds when all of our peers are having the exact same problem. So that's where the Stockholm syndrome uh, thing comes from in terms of a concept. So what are we going to be talking about today? The biggest um, of all time uh, is definitely TikTok. And TikTok is growing. So we are looking at all of the numbers on TikTok and we're looking at the advertising spends and we're looking at all of these different elements. And also we're watching the news. TikTok, number one um, downloaded app. TikTok, number one, everyone's, number one utilized app. Um, ad revenues reaching all time high, this, that, and the other. Okay, listen to the thing. When there's, when there's, when there's, a, new, when there's a new thing coming out, it's going to be very pop. If it's very popular, it's going to be the best year ever for that app because it's the first year. Okay. I'm just saying, I mean, this is obviously not the first year for TikTok because it has had really rapid growth and adoption. I mean, if you look at people in your family, uh, how many people are on those death scrolls? Like they're just scrolling forever. And you have to hear little bits of songs here and there all day long. That's, that's kind of a common occurrence now, right? I hear it at the grocery store. I hear it in the office. I hear it at home. I hear it. I mean, I, if, my, if my dog could pick up my phone, she'd probably be on TikTok. So that's the thing, right? It's a, it's a big topic for us. And a lot of companies are starting to get involved. So what do you need to get involved with TikTok? A lot of companies feel that it is a funny video. It's only for funny videos. It's only for people that want to do challenges. And it's only, it's only for people that want to do dances. So people that want to do dancing, comedic things, um, or a challenge. Now I would tell you right off the bat, if you are doing one of those three, one of those three things, those do bring you more engagement because if that's what someone who doesn't use TikTok is using, that's kind of what the vibe is, right? You're kind of thinking like, oh, you know, um, History Channel probably has some history on it. You know, it's kind of what everyone's doing and what you see about it. It's kind of funny, short, um, personality-driven content. Well, what are you going to do if, you're in a, if you are an investment firm, a financial investment firm that's trying to target maybe millennials or maybe Zoomers, who knows? Uh, so you think, okay, well, I'm going to get on there and start doing dances and start doing um, X, Y, Z. Well, I think what I would do before I jump into TikTok is I would develop short-term, short, short-form content rather that you could utilize on another platform. So reels on Instagram, you may be comfortable with Instagram. You may have a cultivated audience on Instagram. Why not do short bite-sized TikTok-esque content on Reels to see how it performs? Now, what are you going to do for a video? Think about how your brand is telling its story. 
think about what is said on sales calls, what you're saying when you're recruiting people, when you're talking about things, what questions do they have? What problems have you solved? Are there success stories? All of the things that you consider when you're putting your marketing message together. This uh, video is a new medium for you to be able to do that. Now, instead of going to like, oh, I'm just gonna grab some stuff off of um, Unsplash and go over to Canva and I can make something. That's a different procedure, right? Because you're putting up content that's gonna be left up almost like you're creating on Instagram. For example, you're creating an art wall. You're creating an art installation. Every single time that you put a post on your grid, it's another piece of, another visual representation of your brand that goes alongside the other ones and tells the story. So how are you gonna do that on video? Well, number one, everyone immediately starts freaking out. What am I going to do? No one wants to film. I don't want to. I'm the marketing director and I'm going to be the one who has to do this. No, you don't have to do this. You can hire somebody that can be acting like a spokesperson or to be a creator of your video content. Now, that's a wonderful idea, right? You can hire somebody. Ooh, that's wow. I can hire somebody. Yeah, because you don't need a stinking influencer that you're going to spend 10,000 or 5,000 or $500 on to do an Instagram story for you or a, a not even a real, a short video on Instagram saying, oh, buy this. I love this face cream. That is not, that's not it, right? That's not going to be content that's going to be on your channel. It's going to be someone tagging you and that you're hoping that their audience is going to be latching on to that quote unquote straight up advertisement um, that they're going to know as an ad. So why not do it a little bit differently? Is that the approach that you want to do? No, you want full control. So you want to find a creator that you can hire and then you can dictate and collaborate as well. So dictate what you want to get across and kind of what you're looking for based on your research and then collaborate and, and use their tone and work with them and see what they come up with. Now, this is this collaboration is very necessary unless you have an internal department where you're able to really look at um, A-B testing, what works and what doesn't, you know what I mean? But it, and actually creating things and throwing them up there and looking at metrics. But if you don't have that creation piece, you need to figure out who can do it for you. Now, this is where the conversation with TikTok needs to percolate and begin. It's not wow, I need, to get, I need to get my CEO doing um, the nay-nay to Little Yachty's song um, and uh, I have to post it within 15 minutes. Like stuff like that. And also I think with TikTok, people immediately see that there is a bit of a learning curve in terms of using the app. It is a video editing software that you're utilizing through TikTok. So you're cutting, you're slowing down, you can create frames. You see all the cool things people can do on TikTok if you've been looking around and you're like, oh my God, this is so out of my depth. Guess what? Maybe it is. All you need to know is what you wanna get out of it. And then you find someone who can do that. There are people that will create ready content. Done, here's your video file. You upload the file and you can post it. So. A lot of people that are actually posting and creating these phenomenal accounts, they're creating their videos outside of TikTok with different software that's editing software and then uploading it to the platform. So you don't have to be beholden to that. So if you do find a creator, they can use the, the, the whatever stuff they have downloaded on their phone that works and 
create something that's fully ready for you just to upload without you having to do anything, but uploading it like you're scheduling a post or doing something live. So think about what you want to get across. Think about what that content looks like and sounds like. Think about where you want to go with all of that. Then find out what, find a creator that you can talk to and work through with it. You know, it's going in with the right concept is what you want to do. Check out your competitors. I would say that in more niched out industries, you're not going to have as many real samples because maybe it is like the, I've, I, honest to God, I've heard this so many times. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that guy. His, his, all of his um, TikToks run by his um, nephew. I'm like, oh, excellent. Well, what does his nephew do? Oh, he's in high school. Age is not the qualifier for someone who knows how to do TikTok. Um, being a part of the target audience is useful. If you're trying to hit that nephew age market, then you can see if your stuff's good. But having them run your marketing campaign, that's like hiring an intern to design your website. And that's where you do 90% of your business. Yeah, it's just, it's just BS. So what do you need to consider? If TikTok is going to be your be all and end all, and you're so invested, you've got to do it. Start doing your research now and then start doing reels on Instagram because Instagram will be nice and soft and familiar and you'll understand what's happening. You'll cut your teeth with creators and content being created. And then you can migrate over to TikTok and then really hit the ground running rather than spinning your friggin' wheels, trying to get a result that is not coming really quickly. All right, folks, that's me stepping off my soapbox. Yeah, soapbox. All right, folks, after the break, silver bullet time, not beer. It's going to be a tip. All right, in a minute. If you know me, I like seafood. Yes, give me a steak or give me a lobster. I'm going to throw the steak out the window and eat the lobster with my bare hands like a caveman. If cavemans had lobster, I don't know what they did. Anyway, um, then being a seafood freak, I was familiar with the brand Cousins Main Lobster when I saw them on Shark Tank because I like watching that just to judge everybody that's on the show. You know how it goes. And uh, so little did I know that they had opened a location just around the corner. Well, I tried out their food, their lobster rolls. All the lobster comes from Maine. It's unbelievable. They have a ton of different things on their menu. The best part about Cousins, there's three different ways that you can get, you can get in touch with this good food. You can find a truck. They do their food trucks. They have restaurants. And also they will actually ship you Maine lobster. Like, okay, my Amazon order came in and then there's a lobster on top of it. I mean, who can say no to that? I mean, I wouldn't, I, I kind of love it. Anyway, you need to find out more about them. Go to CousinsMainLobster.com. Um, CousinsMainLobster.com. That's Maine, meaning that the lobster is coming from Maine. Oh, so that's Maine with an E, folks. Um, check them out. You have to, I mean, honestly, look through their pictures of their food and you're going to order something immediately. So check out Cousins Maine Lobster, my choice for seafood, folks. Okay, folks, and we are back with your silver bullet. Each week, I want to dive into a topic or a tip, the silver bullet or proven secret technique to reach and attain your marketing goals. Okay, this week's silver bullet. 
is ABL. Yes, we love these types of things. ABL, which is always be learning. Now, this can have different applications as it relates directly to where you are as a marketer. Do you need to be working on your digital strategy skills? Do you need to be working on your management skills? Do you need to be working on your communication skills? Do you need to be working on your networking skills? There is always a piece of the marketing puzzle or as you as a marketing professional that needs to be constantly developed. Now, I'm not looking at you all out there and saying, hey, you guys are all, uh, you got a lot of work to do. I'm looking at myself and realizing that. I understand that a lot of the stories that I read today, I didn't know about a few weeks ago um, within reason. And that's because I have to be on top of things in order to be relevant and to be effective and to be helpful. So what are you needing a little bit of edge in? And the edge meaning ease. So what would you, what skill or what elements do you need to learn a little bit more about so you continually have that competitive edge and become a well-rounded marketer? Maybe it's reporting. Maybe you, oh, I hate Slack. I'm never using Slack. Blech. Did you ever look into it to see exactly how it worked and it could be a big changer for you? Did, is, it, is, that, is that something you might want to look into or not, et cetera, et cetera. There's lots of different things that we need to consider. So I would say ABL, always be learning, which is very close to another one of my tips I have for my agency owner um, people, which is always be hiring. Um, and there is a constant flow of new information that comes across us in the marketing world, and we need to always be taking a look at it. But that's not the only thing. We need to be looking at where we're struggling with connecting with clients, connecting with our employees, connecting with our team members, connecting with um, someone in a networking um, event. What is What are our blocks and what do we need to learn a little bit more about or, or find a new technique? It could be something as simple as signing up for a newsletter that gives you some tips that kind of gives you peace of mind and some food for thought. Always try to be, continually develop yourself because it is going to give you that competitive edge. And guess what? If you're always learning something, you always have something fresh to talk about. Just saying. All right, folks, after the break, we're gonna do a little bit of a wrap up here on the Bulletproof Marketer. Okay, so skincare is definitely something that's really important to me. But at the same time, I don't have a lot of time. So I really want the most bang for my buck and something that is very, very fast and efficient. And that's when I found Truly Clear. Now, when I found Truly Clear, it's a really great product that actually helps acne. So if you have, um, if you have a child that has acne or you have adult acne, whatever, just want clean face, I just love the product. Because why? Because it's, it's smarter, faster, and better. It calms your skin, it stops acne, and it heals your skin. So it does the full range of nourishment on your skin. I mean, simply put, Truly Clear stops acne, clears blackheads and whiteheads quickly. You can use it anywhere you have acne, just one or two times daily or less for less than five minutes. That's the best part, less than five minutes for long lasting results. So 
if you have acne that you want to clear up or you just want to have beautiful glowing skin like the Bulletproof Marketer, then you got to check out Truly Clear. Visit them online. It's trulyclear.com. T-R-U-L-Y-C-L-E-A-R.com. Again, trulyclear.com. Fast, smart, just better. And we are back. Roundup time, folks. What was your favorite part of today's show? Again, tweet me at BP Marketer and let me know. I want to hear. Also, make sure that you sign up for our companion newsletter. Just go to gosalesandmarketing.com. That's gosalesandmarketing.com. Use the pop-up and gain access to the inner circle and get daily tips like the ones we covered on the show today, delivered right to your inbox Mon through fry. All right, so we went through um, a lot of great stuff in the trend spotter. We talked about Twitter rolling back, um, changing up the, um, the display um, and rolling back this anti-chronological approach, which I think is very smart. Um, Meta is giving some fantastically engaging tips on lives, which are very important for all companies. Um, Mark's talking about NFTs and Pinterest is back and better than ever and sharing the um, idea pins cross platform, which is big news. Then we have TikTok. Come on, get a plan. You can figure out how to do it. Just don't get in your feelings about it. Don't think it is a young person's medium. Do not think it is only for babies. I've seen my parents, friends that are in their 70s using TikTok. It is not an age, there's no age barrier on this, um, but you need to know how to do it the right way. And then my silver bullet today was always be learning. Um, that's just a little self-development, one to grow on tip from B, Mr. BPM himself, me. Uh, but just think that's a good tip for you guys just to consider um, while you're going through your day to day. All right, folks, we have a whole slot of awesome shows coming up over the next few weeks. Um, if you want anything from me, get in touch with me. You have my details. You're listening to the show now. Click a link. Give me some ratings. Give us some feedback. Love to hear it. Share the show if you'd like, if you like what you're hearing. Um, but in the meantime, I got to run. Be kind, be authentic, and be bulletproof. Until next time, folks. <laughs>